Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, we come to you on this Sunday, hungry and thirsty. We come hungry for your word. We come thirsty for for the water that you can only give. We come knowing that you love us and that you care for us. And that you that we've been gifted this gift of the Holy Spirit. So Lord, as we spend time encountering the spirit, we pray that you let the words of my mouth And the meditation of each heart here be pleasing to you, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Well, we have just a couple of other people here in the sanctuary with us today uh, to help with uh, communion after the service is over. So it's, it's starting to feel better, I guess, than I think the first time. It was just, the first time we did this online service, it was just Tracy, me, and Richard in the sanctuary. And it looked uh, so, and it felt so empty and so bare. But uh, we've been working as hard as we can to get our, our services back up and running. And as I said, if you missed it at the beginning of the announcements, uh, watch your emails in the middle of this week for a link to join for hopefully an all-church Zoom meeting on uh, Sunday, uh, where we'll talk about what we're doing and how we will be uh, starting to open uh, the church back up as soon as we hear back from Ron Henderson, uh, Dr. Ron Henderson, our DS, and Bishop uh, McKee. But, but today we are starting a, a new series called Encounter the Spirit. And, and this goes along with a, a study that we started this past Wednesday uh, that is still not too late. I mean, you, you've missed the first uh, video, but if you would like to be a part of that, let me know and we'll uh, make sure that we can find a way for you to get the, uh, the books and uh, be a part of of that study, but, but it's a way for us to, to, to fully understand and to know who the Holy Spirit is. If you're like me, it's very easy to start talking about God the Father. You know, we, ha- we have words for God the Father. You know, we know that He is the Creator. We know He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He's almighty. So th- those words that, that we definitely come to speak about who God the Father is. And we have words that helps us to understand and talk about who, who Jesus is. And if you remember, uh, just before all of this happened, we did a sermon series talking about, how, talking about high Christology and how important that is for us as followers of Jesus Christ to be able to, to hold Christ up, up high in our lives that we proclaim who he is. And the words that we, we use with Jesus tend to be more relational words. We talk about Jesus being loving and caring, our redeemer, our friend, and a healer. But one of the things that I understand is that when we start to talk about the Holy Spirit, it can get confusing. 
Because it's, it's a kind of a, a mystery, if you will. You know, we, we throw out the phrases, you know, the, the Holy Spirit is a teacher. You know, we talk about how we have the fruit of the Spirit and, and how we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. But do we really understand who the Holy Spirit is? Over the next five, six weeks, we're going to be taking those different aspects of the Holy Spirit and, and discussing them so that we can live as people that have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. One of the conversations that I've had with a church member uh, when she was uh, reading uh, one of the scriptures that I'm going to be talking about later, uh, John chapter 14, it talks about the advocate. And she was wondering, was this the first time that the Holy Spirit was, was mentioned in scripture? I said, no, the Holy Spirit was there at the very beginning. If you go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, we have these words. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. See, the Spirit of God was, was there during creation. The Spirit of God was there when, when Jesus was baptized. If you remember that story where the Spirit came down in the form of a dove on Jesus, and the Father spoke. But we, we, we take those moments and say, okay, so, so what exactly does the Spirit do for us? Well, that's why we're talking about the promise of the Spirit. Because first we have to understand, in order to, to know and, and, to, and to, to have the Spirit impact our lives, we must know that the Spirit is a promise to us. And that promise, as I mentioned before, in John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17, Jesus tells his disciples, Ask, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. The Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. So we have this image, if you will, of, of, of Jesus who the Holy Spirit came down and descended upon him before he is, is crucified and he rises from the dead and he, he ascends to heaven. He comes to his disciples and he says, listen, I will ask the Father and he is going to give you the Holy Spirit. It'll be a part of, the Holy Spirit will be a part of your life. And this, this advocate will help you navigate through the tricks of this world. And then later, I don't have this on, on the screen, but later in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and this is a scripture that I, I preached on two Sundays ago. Before Jesus ascended to heaven, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. So there's a lot of promises that, that come with the purpose of the, Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, but the promises that I wanted to really focus on today are the promises that comes from our scripture, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. It gives us a picture of what exactly the promises that, that, that God has given us through the Holy Spirit and what that all entails. As Paul writes, you too heard the word of truth in Christ which is the good news of your salvation. You were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit because you believed in Christ. 
The Holy Spirit is the down payment on our inheritance, which is applied towards our redemption as God's own people, resulting in the honor of God's glory. Well, there are two phrases in this particular scripture that I really wanted us to, 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 to focus and to look at. The first is that we are sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. See, see this is a gift that we all, as, as believers, are, are given. Last Sunday, we, we celebrated uh, the gift of, of baptism, the sacrament of baptism, with, with great videos over at the Gilkinson Pool and right here in our sanctuary. And, and we talk about the Holy Spirit being active and, and given to those who are baptized. And, and we believe that because the Holy Spirit is given to us, it is a gift that we all possess. And it doesn't matter how, how far away or, or how, how deep you are into your walk of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, that promise is given to you right at the very beginning. And, and that we have the opportunity to, to dig into that and to fully explore what it means to live as people filled with the Holy Spirit. There's one part of, of, of really good news that, that, that comes within this passage about who the Holy Spirit is. I love the way that the Common English Bible talks about it. It says that the Holy Spirit is the down payment on our inheritance. I, I love that phrase, a down payment, because what, what is a down payment? It's, it's the first thing you do when you, you want to buy something, isn't it? it, it it's something that you, you place down so that you can fully enjoy what, what has been given to you, and then you continue to pay things off, and you continue to allow that gift that you have purchased to, to fill your life. See, that's what the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit sets as a down payment, saying that this is the beginning. It's not the end. It, it's not just something that you just, just hold on to and you just set aside. No, it, it is a down payment that allows you the full access of a loving God who cares for each and every one of us. Other translations, they have uh, words like deposit or, or guarantee or first installment. But it means that it, it, there's more to come. And my friends, one of the things that I hope that we do as a church is that, that we live in that fact that we have been given the promise of the Spirit and there's more to come in our lives. There's more to come in the relationships that we have with one another. There's more to come when we talk about how we interact with the community around us. And there's more to come when we talk about how we continue to grow in love of God and in love of our neighbors. And that's a gift that, that, that can't be taken away from us. We, we, can, we can deny the gift and we can, we can push those gifts away. But, but once that gift is given to us, it is for us to fully live in and experience and then express to the world around us. That's one of the reasons why I really battled over in my mind about whether to participate and do communion today. Because 
Communion is a way that we show the promise of the Holy Spirit. We, 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 we share in the liturgy that we'll do here momentarily. We talk about, or I say, we pray that the Holy Spirit be poured out on us here those of us that will be driving through the line here momentarily and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be the body of Christ so that we may be the body of Christ for the world. See, it's that promise. It's that reminder that, that when we live into the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, things change. Things change in miraculous ways. So, my hope and prayer is as we continue to, to move into this time of reopening, as we continue to move into the time of all of the disunity and, and division that's in our country right now, is that we say, Holy Spirit, come. Give us words. Holy Spirit, give us, give us an open heart and mind so that we may hear how you are already active in and around us and help us to live into this promise of this down payment, of this good news that we are sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit will never leave us or never abandon us, but will continue to guide us and lead us all of our lives. Let us pray. Oh God, as we prepare to receive the gifts of bread and cup, we pray that you just allow your Holy Spirit to fill us. Allow your Holy Spirit to, to lead us. And allow your Holy Spirit to help us to be the church that you have called us to be. So we pray a blessing over this time together. In the name of the one who died for us, in the name of the one who rose from the dead and ascended to heaven to be with you as our advocate, Jesus our Lord. Amen.